pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The biggest basketball coaching convention of... You can work on your school. Oh, you what? You don't want to embarrass me. Right now, I'm talking. What is going on? Robin, are you okay? Robin, it. Are your kids near you? Or what just happened? Husker Online. I Go. took a lot of preparation to, to make this thing a, a flawless interview, and clearly I still can't avoid it. Robin Washit, Husker Online. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe it was a phenomenon that we can't explain. The Connor Happer Show on 1620 The Zone. And we are now joined on the 42 Degrees of Source hotline by Robin Washit of HuskerOnline.com. Hello, Robin. Hello. Sorry to keep you waiting. No, well, you know, we, we bumped you again, so I feel like that was just, that was acceptable, and we were, you know, that, that's okay little cat and mouse game if we can make the other wait the longest <laughs> yeah it's a it's a sibling rivalry i guess something like that um hey i was just uh theorizing i don't know where i no boy because because penn state is playing a game at their on-campus facility tonight against illinois a game where you know where they haven't played in a few years now since the bryce jordan center has been a thing um has I wonder what would happen and what the reaction would be if Nebraska said, we're going to go do a throwback game at the Devaney Center. Hmm. Um, I mean, it might be cool, but also they're, uh, they kind of count on that revenue. From, right. Uh, like it, bitted, it's kind of useless have, in a way. With that. It's kind <laughs> of useless in a way because you already get great crowds and all the stuff at, you know, that that's part of the reason why Penn State is doing it because they don't. <laughs> Like nobody, right. nobody cares about them. So it's a way to draw interest in a little bit as well. So Nebraska doesn't have that problem. I, I don't know. Just theorizing. Yeah. I mean, it'd be fun. Um, especially with how much, how improved the Devaney center is from the last time they played a basketball game there. So it, uh, there'd be some, some positives, but, uh, Bottom line is it would cost Nebraska probably quite a bit of money and therefore they would probably never do it. Yeah. That makes plenty of sense. Robin Washington of Husker online is with us. Okay, two in a row. You've crushed um, two conference opponents in a row at home. I would say, Robin, like how would you categorize those two games against Michigan and Penn State? Is that doing what they're supposed to do, or is that like emphatically making a statement and taking care of business? Like, I guess, how would you describe the last two? Um. Yeah, doing what they're supposed to do and taking care of business. You know, oh, those are games that nice. I would put in, at least in the the realm of must-win category, just because if you lose those games, suddenly you have a bad loss on your resume. And a bad loss is just as uh, critical when it comes to NCAA tournament resume discussions as uh, quality wins. So, you know, that's the one... One thing, you know, you can say Nebraska doesn't have any Big Ten road games, all that sort of stuff, but they also don't have any bad losses. They don't have a single quad three or quad four loss, and both of those games would have fallen into that category. So uh, to win those games was priority number one, but then also to do so in the fashion that they did where they blitzed Michigan from 
start to finish, uh, and then played maybe uh, one of their best defensive efforts, 40-minute defensive efforts of the season against Penn State. Um, you know, I think that's kind of a, a bonus there to where you do what you're supposed to do, but she also, you know, looked relatively good in the process to help build some momentum going into, um, you know, now a, what becomes a, a really important final five-game stretch here where starting tonight you have three opportunities to finally get one of those conference road wins and um, to have some, you know, feel-good vibes uh, back on your side and, you know, doing what you're supposed to do but then also doing it the way that they did it, uh, I think was pretty important. So they, they checked the boxes they needed to check over those two games. So there's three seasons now in the history of, of Pinnacle Bank Arena that really stand out in terms of Nebraska's performance at home. In 13-14, in, in the first year of the building, when they went to the NCAA tournament, they went 15-1 and one, um, at in that building, and 8-1 and one in conference. In 17-18, the, the team that won 22 games and you know was, was on the bubble and then ended up being in the NIT, went 16-1 and one at home and 9-0 and oh, at home in conference. This team's already 16-1 at home and 8-0 in conference. But it's the margin of victory, Robin. They have crushed everybody at home with the with the exception of the one game that they lost. They are beating opponents at home uh, in conference. This is in the Big Ten by an average of more than 13 points. <laughs> I mean, I, that's, that's incredible. That's some pretty special stuff, at, you know, and, and some home cooking that doesn't, you know, it doesn't get that far erased by what you don't do on the road. That's still some real-life stuff that's not just PBA magic. Yeah, it's not like they're just winning games. They're dominating teams. And it's not that they're just dominating a bunch of slappies. Maybe you could have said that early in the year, but they're beating good teams at home. You know, teams that are NCAA tournament teams, teams that are pushing to be, you know, top overall seeds, in the field. And so, you know, that's where uh, this home success maybe differs a little bit to where, you know, the 17-18 team, they didn't, the reason they were held out of the tournament is because they didn't beat anybody. Yep. You know, they, were, they had all these wins that they stockpiled in conference and at home, uh, but none of them were against uh, quad one competition. So that, that killed them when all of a sudden done. Well, you know, Nebraska's got, uh, you know, at least, I guess, borderline three of them right now uh, that, um, kind of is the difference right now between how you view this season compared to some of those previous years. And, you know, I think it's, like you said, in an era where margin of victory is so critical, those wins are doing a whole lot of good to make up for their issues on the road. They've had, you know, several blowout losses away from home, but um, they've kind of helped negate that a little bit by uh, winning as emphatically as they have so far at home. So that needs to continue down the stretch. You know, if you have the opportunity to maybe run it up a little bit on a team, I think you have to do it now. Yep. You know, sports, it's a fine line now between being a good sport and having respect for your opponent while also um, trying to put your team in the best position. And when you have a net ranking system that puts as much emphasis as it does on margin of victory, there's a, a pretty big difference between a 20-point win and a 10-point win. And if you have the opportunity to kind of uh, – <clears throat> rub some salt in the wound a little bit, you know, I think you think twice about doing it. Maybe, I agree. Compared to what you, how you would have done a few years ago. Just got to watch that handshake line. Exactly. No fights. You don't want to go at full incarnate word or, you know, whatever that was the other night. Um, hey, what, what, so they're at Indiana tonight. Um, how big is it in terms of the, just the, I feel like I've asked you a lot about the mental thing and the psyche. 
uh, they still have this monkey on their back in terms of road wins in the league. It's a team that they've beaten before. They're certainly capable of doing it. It, it feels like it's a must win in that category. And then we could get on to talking about the resume stuff as well, but just sort of internally, it feels like it's a pretty big game for them tonight to get that monkey off their back. Yeah. And that's, that's where I put the most emphasis on it is it's another opportunity to go on the road and beat an Indiana team that, like you mentioned, you already beaten once, you know, you can do it. And you did so uh, by 16 points Yeah, convincing. in a game where you really, yeah. And so, that in itself shows that this is a team that you should and um, you know could be able to, to compete with just fine, uh, regardless of the venue. But um, also, you know, it's the opportunity to get that road win goose egg off their resume, which lifts so much pressure uh, off the final two to where, you know, then you're going to Ohio State, which right now is a quad one game as it stands. Uh, so, I mean, then all of a sudden you're not sitting there playing to finally get one. You're playing to get two. And then, you know, Michigan, who knows what they're going to be at the end of the year. Um, you know, then <laughs> these last three games are all all very much winnable. Um, I think Nebraska's, last I checked, it was a pick em tonight. Um, they might be, might be slight underdogs against Ohio State. But, again, that could change very quickly. Uh, and then they're going to be favored at Michigan. So, I mean, these are games that they can and in many cases probably should win if they're the type of team that they think they are. So I don't know if I put it in a like season or at least postseason defining game tonight, because if you lose this one, then, you know, it just creates more emphasis on the remaining two road games and then even more emphasis on protecting your home court. But if you do win it, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the final two road games are kind of cherry on top, uh, where obviously you still got to take care of business at home, but it just, uh, the relief of getting that road win out of the way, which right now is the biggest wart on your resume, uh, could do a lot of good uh, in terms of just creating uh, a much less stressful run over the, the the final four down the stretch. It also restarts, rekindles the uh, the double buy conversation, which I don't know that that feels pretty significant if you're a top four seed in the Big Ten, and then uh, you know even understanding Nebraska's struggles at that exact spot twice in the Big Ten tournament in their um in, over the last 10 years here but I mean to be able to get that game where it seems played one or two games before you and then you get to say you're one of the top four teams in the Big Ten and there's going to be you know five six seven that make the NCAA tournament it, it, a win tonight shifts the conversation back to that because then they they get you know, evened up with Michigan State right there at nine and seven, and a half game behind Northwestern at nine and six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that's still in play, uh, but a game like tonight is pretty critical in doing that because they have work to do in order to get back into that top four conversation. I know Wisconsin won, uh, so they're they're still in that conversation. Uh, you know, Michigan State, like you said, Northwestern. Like I, th- I think all those teams are ahead of Nebraska right now, but. Correct. Uh, the tiebreaker situation is unique because um, obviously uh, Nebraska has the head-to-head, uh, which is the first tiebreaker when it comes to conference tournament seating over Michigan State. Um, they split, obviously, with Wisconsin, but then the next one becomes record against the top overall seed. Uh, and so Nebraska's 1-0 against Purdue, whereas everybody else has lost at least once to Purdue. So and when it comes down to it, I believe they would have – that tiebreaker, that next tiebreaker over 
Northwestern, over Michigan State, and over Wisconsin. So, you know, they've, they've got a better shot than maybe some people might think, but for that to even play out, you got to win these types of games, you know, because Michigan State's going to keep doing their thing, and, uh, you know, you, you can't rely on other teams to, to lose out down the stretch to keep you with, keep you in that realm. Uh, you got to be able to kind of create your own path and winning games like tonight and in a, in a road game where it's literally a coin toss game. Um, it's kind of one of those you have to have if you're truly considering yourself, you know, one of those double by type teams. Have the spreadsheets, uh, the scenario spreadsheets been floating out there already. I, I don't think I've seen one cross my timeline yet. No, we haven't. But hmm. before uh, Fred's media availability, Brian Christopherson and I were kind of messing around with that, looking at uh what the tiebreakers were for one, and then they all played out. And we were both a little bit surprised that, you know, we kind of thought that that was maybe a pipe dream at this point, but it is not. But still work to be done for Nebraska to be there. Uh, one one player question. I want to ask you about Jamarcus Lawrence, who's turned it up and since, since he's kind of gone to the bench and they've gone to that, that bigger lineup. What do you think has clicked for him over the last few games? It's hard to say maybe if it's just one thing, but I do think that, being able to settle into games a little bit probably has done some good for his confidence. You know, when you're getting thrown right in there, everybody's kind of in that feeling out stage of how the game's going to go, how it's going to be officiated, uh, what the what the tempo is going to be from your opponent, and all that sort of stuff. So when you have, you know, four to six minutes of game time to, to watch that and kind of see how things are playing out, you have a much better idea of what you're getting yourself into sure. and you could adjust how you play accordingly. And, some guys, you know, just they're when they have that pressure of being a starter off their plate, they they tend to thrive. CJ Wilcher is a perfect example of that, where you know he was a guy that's been in and out of the starting lineup, but really found his mark on this team as uh, you know one of the the top six men in the country. And I think Jamarcus is in kind of that same situation right now, at least. You know, he's still a young player that can certainly blossom into a full time starter once again. But you know, for for where he is. Mentally, I think this is the the best move for him. It allows Nebraska to start the game with a much more, or much bigger, more physical lineup, while also giving Jamarcus time to kind of, you know, like I said, see see the game play out a little bit from the bench and and have a much better uh, grasp of of what he needs to do to be successful when he does check in. Yep, they'll need every bit of it down the stretch here. A big one tonight for Nebraska at Indiana. Robin, thanks as always. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. See you later. Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com. The Huskers are getting a point and a half tonight on the road at the Hoosiers. Hopefully they don't wear their garbage black uniforms. Oof. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? No. Oh, boy. No. Should I Google it? Shield your eyes. Might need to go on private mode. Rough. Rough look. Um, And then... um, you know, Minnesota. Oh, what State. the heck is yeah, that? Yeah, I was just waiting for that. Oh, wow. Okay, not what I had envisioned. And uh, wow. Okay. My little Ken Palm. Yeah, what's your little Ken Palm thing you say? Says Nebraska finishes four in one. That gets you to twenty-two. Um, but there's enough like close games in there. What the where the total projected Ken Palm record says 21 and 10. Oh. So the difference is going to be kind of like four and one, three and two. Those are very different things. I think depending yeah. on where the, where the wins and losses come from. So um, this is a big one, I think for them internally, right? 
get the monkey off your back, get the road win, take care of business, and fire it up against Minnesota at home, who was an improved team, a, a much better one that you saw th- than you saw way back in December. 20, right. 22, you're in. We're not asking questions. 22, I think, gets you home. Yeah. Yeah. I think that gets you home. All right. We'll be back. Still more to come in the Connor Hamper Show in 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.